We'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which we create today, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, and pay our respects to the Elders past, present and emerging. Hi, I'm Lucy, wedding photographer. And hi, I'm Eddie, wedding videographer. And this is Unveiled, your little black book of weddings. Let's get you guys hitched. Hey Luce, are you feeling better after getting off your phone call with Virgin Australia? (laughs) (laughs) Luce just came home with about five minutes to go before we start recording in the biggest huff and puff. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Eddie's like, can I give you a hug? I was like, no, no, just let me calm down. (laughs) Anyway, I think the episode went well. So that is the main thing. Excited for today's episode with Beautiful Bride Tammy. Before we kick things off though, I, there are just a couple of questions that I got sent, that we got sent in from one of our listeners and also one of our beautiful upcoming brides that I just thought would be worth you and I discussing on air because I actually think they're really, really good questions. Yeah. So I'll ask and you can tell me what you reckon. Okay. I haven't cool? seen this question yet. No, so. you haven't. Okay. Okay. So number one, Is it bad to spend the night before with your partner? We're thinking of staying together the night before as it's much easier for accommodation, etc. But when we have mentioned this to family and friends, a lot of them think it's weird. It's definitely not weird. It's definitely not weird. No. No. 100% stay with your partner if that's what you want to do. Yeah. We also, I have had this discussion with several of my couples where they've kind of had this dilemma and conclusion is... It's the biggest day for the two of you. You spend every night together anyway and then you're not going to the night before your wedding day. Yeah, Just I'm not sure bizarre. why that tradition was – I mean, I'm sure it was around for yeah, some sort of reason back in the years. day, but yeah, no def- idea why. Yeah. yeah, so answer is on our thought, no, yeah. it's not weird at all. Second question, from your experience, is it normal to have not have live music during the ceremony? Example, just a song playing from the celebrant's PA system. As in... Just while like the, an iPod song. While the ceremony's happening or, or yeah, while so the... Yeah, so instead of having a or, live musician do the aisle As music, the couple are coming yeah. down the aisle. Yeah. All oh, right. Well, uh, that's how I interpret it yeah. anyway. Well, no, no, there's, there's, it's quite often that yeah. there's just a song coming out of a yeah. speaker from, yeah. from Spotify or something as the, you know, as the couple or whoever's walking down the aisle. So yeah. that's very normal. Pros and cons on having a DJ play during cocktail canapes instead of live music example, say an acoustic musician. I know this is a personal preference, but would love to know your thoughts here. So was that in regards to the the cocktail hour or is yes. this for the res- reception? Cocktail hour, the cocktail so canapé time. That time between your ceremony finishing and your reception. Yeah, well, it's, again, it, yeah, it's very much personal preference. I, I personally love a, like mm. an acoustic musician playing during that time, but yeah. then I, I love a DJ I'm rather a DJ. than a band on, on a dance floor, but yeah. that is just completely personal opinion what what are you well what I said was like in full transparency I haven't actually seen that happen before I don't think I've only ever seen a live musician playing during a canapé hour but I think if the DJ's tunes can match your vibe that you're going for at the wedding Mm. absolutely Mm. no dramas no dramas at all and also I did also sort of say it might be worth looking at a musician who doubles as both a live musician and also does a DJ yeah, thing. Yeah, because there's quite a few out there that do that. Yes. So at least then you know that whichever you choose to go with, they're going to do 
well either way. Yeah. And last but not least, thoughts on signing a wedding certificate during the ceremony or walking down the aisle as husband and wife and then signing during cocktail hour? Would you like to hear my answer first? Yeah. I just said no, sign it during the ceremony purely based on the fact that it completely disrupts the flow. If you walk down the aisle and try and do it after, you're running into chaos of guests trying to say congratulations, your photographer wanting to do family photos and get those out of the way. And also it's really important for you guys to to just get in and amongst your wedding day. Have a drink in your hand, have some food, talk to all the people that you're, you know, busting to see and they're busting to see you. I think if you were then to go back into like a ceremony aspect of signing the certificate, it's just going to get a little bit muddled and mm. you're just going to be pulled away from your wedding. So if you just kind of keep it in the ceremony, yeah, and it's it, going to flow a bit better. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign those yeah. documents and it is quite can be quite a nice way to incorporate two of your special guests to be witnesses to sign that document as That's well. That's a great so, point. Great point. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully if you are kind of stewing on any of those questions, there's your answer from us. All right. So on today's episode, we have the lovely Tammy that got married at Mona Farm, which is four hours southwest of Sydney. And before we get into this one, I will just say that we are going to spread our wings outside of New South Wales very shortly because I know the listeners have been requesting that we get out of our comfort zone a little bit. But on today's episode, we have a good chat with Tammy about some questions, including Los. The proposal, finding her beautiful J. Andretta dress, and also advice from post-wedding Tammy to pre-wedding Tammy. That's it. All right, let's dive in. All right. Well, let's start with how did you and your partner James meet and how did he propose? So we met a long, long time ago. I was 17. We were both sort of on the junior Australian tennis circuit. So we played a lot of tennis tournaments and had kind of mutual friends. So we sort of met through mutual tennis friends and we actually met at a rugby game. Um in in Moore Park in Sydney and yeah and then kind of James was was playing tennis over in the States uh, for college so he kind of left went back to the States and then when he finished his degree he came back to Sydney and yeah we sort of started dating then. And can you talk us through the proposal? Yeah so the proposal was typical of my husband Uh, would never want to do anything too over the top or anything that required too much planning so I was um I think it was just like a boring Tuesday evening and I had gotten home from work I had a really long day and like you know I started prepping dinner like started roasting some vegetables in the oven had like the most disgusting tracksuit pants and ugly on <laughs> um you know hair in a bun no makeup just you know getting stuck into the dinner and my husband came home from work and you know I could tell he was a bit jittery like he sort of was Normally he just goes and changes out of his suit and like gets into comfortable clothes, but he didn't. He just kind of like hung around the living room area and, uh, you know, I was just faffing away in the kitchen and then like, you know, I kept hearing this little bell tingle and I was like, what's going on there? And I kind of turned around and our little chihuahua had this little, like, <laughs> it's so ridiculous. She had this little lint bunny, you know, those little bells yes, that come on lint bunnies? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So that just shows you the extent of my husband's planning. He probably just grabbed like the first thing he could see, but she had this little lint bunny ribbon around her oh. neck. Um, with um with a with a note on it, and yeah, the other note was basically just a proposal. So it was, oh, it was 
it's like it's actually very cute yeah and like you can definitely tell that he's thought about that you know maybe not so much as far as like what night of the week he was going to do it but like he's definitely had some thought which is that sounds so cute yeah, it was very cute that he involved us, so I really like that. Nice. Oh, nice. And then moving on to the wedding, did you guys have a vision for the day and were there any particular elements that were re- really important to you both? Yeah, so I think we'd obviously been to a lot of our friends' weddings, so you kind of get an idea of what things kind of work and what things you'd want to do at your own day. I think for us, we we really just wanted like, you know, really good food, really good alcohol so that people could have a good time, you know, and just good music. Um, yeah. We try to also keep our speeches to a minimum because I know some weddings you go to and there's just like <laughs> a thousand speeches <laughs> and mm. it takes up your, your whole wedding day. But yeah, it's just, just those simple things. We just wanted everyone to have, like, just a big party. We wanted everyone to have fun. Yeah. 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 It certainly looked like that from the photos that I've seen. And you picked the beautiful Mona Farm as your wedding venue. It's so gorgeous. Like, the biggest playground for photos. What was it about yeah. this venue that made it feel like the right one? So, a bit of a background on our whole wedding planning, but we had planned a wedding originally that was going to take place at the Belmont Hotel in uh, Ravello in the Amalfi Coast. Oh, and, oh wow. It doesn't sound uh, too bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I had basically, I planned two weddings. So, basically, I had this whole wedding planned, everything locked in and, you know, booked and paid for. And then, you know, obviously, uh, about three months before our wedding, you know, this COVID outbreak happened and then all of a sudden the borders were shut and we were like, oh, you know, oh we God. can't actually travel anymore. We're going to have to cancel the wedding. Luckily, we made that call early on uh, and sort of got out of it and pivoted straight into planning something, you know, in Sydney. So I had looked at a few venues and Mona Farm was quite new on the scene. They hadn't really had that many weddings. Mm. They were in the process of building, you know, new facilities on the farm. And I had a I'd had a, uh, a wedding photographer friend of mine. He's also a fashion photographer, and he was down at Motor Farm shooting a wedding blog. And I saw on his Instagram, you know, this this venue, and I was like, wow, that looks incredible. But I'd already booked my wedding in Italy at this point, and I wasn't even thinking about it. And then as soon as we had to cancel the Italian wedding, I straight away thought of this venue, and mm. I just knew straight away it was the one. Oh, that's so good. Motor Farm to the rescue. Yeah, seriously. I mean, it's hard to beat Italy, but Motor Farm, yeah. it, it, it sounds pretty gorgeous. Yeah, and yeah I, exactly. I can see how it does. It gives off that, like, there are sort of, like, I think the colour palette of Mona Farm kind of brings that almost a bit Tuscan feel and vibe. Do you, do you oh, agree? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's it's so well run and the, the, the people – like who basically run the farm, they're just awesome. And I think that makes the whole experience really nice as well. Absolutely. Did you work with Romy? I did. Yeah, she's the best. Her she's and her awesome. husband are, I mean, they basically make Motor Farm. They're, they're really great. Yeah. Yeah. Big shout out to Romy. And then what, what, so what was your favourite part of the, the wedding planning process and did you find any particular parts challenging? I think like my favourite part was all the little things leading up to the actual wedding day. There's so much that you get to do uh, with your friends and family that, you know, that form part of the actual day. But, you know, it's just exciting. It's so nice to be able to go shopping with your mum for wedding shoes and to go try dresses on with your mum and your bridesmaids. So that part of it I really loved. I found it very challenging planning two weddings. I think planning a wedding (laughs) was 
uh, hard enough as it is, like the amount of um, late night phone calls and Skypes that we were having with our wedding planner over in Italy, only to have that all come crumbling down and be, you know, stuck with nothing and having to start again. That was, that was hard. But other than that, you know, it, it was stressful at times, but quite an enjoyable experience. Yeah. And, and yeah, I mean, especially three months out from the wedding day, COVID outbreak happening. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is, that's heartbreaking. Yeah. The beautiful Jay Andretta, you worked with Jess, I assume, um, yes. for your gown. Absolutely gorgeous. Fit you like a glove. What was the process in terms of finding your dress like and what drew you into this particular style? So I actually only went to three places and I found a couple of the the bridal shops quite snobby. I don't know if other brides have experienced this, but it's such a big part of your day and you're obviously spending a lot of money. Mm. You kind of want to go somewhere where, you know, you get made to fill a million dollars and, you know, you're not pushed into anything. Uh, Funny enough, like I'd always seen uh, photos of Jay Andreata and uh, she actually, her shop was around the corner from where I live in Paddington. I think she's moved now, but she used to have a shop uh, on William Street in Paddington. And Mm. I was walking up the road for dinner one night and I walked and I'm like, oh, that's her shop right there. So I straight away kind of took that as a sign. I was like, I've got to go in and see her. So I reached out to her and she was just so lovely. And I just had the best experience. I mean, her dresses are amazing. I I definitely wanted something that was beautiful and bridal, but also like a little bit different, a little bit edgy. Yeah. Um, And, you know, she, she totally got that. And so you know, I, I went in and I picked one of her designs and I explained I wanted to change a few things and she was so on board with that. And then a couple of months into the, you know, dress fitting, she called me and she's like, I've just designed something new and I just had you in mind when I did it. And, you know, I'd love to see if you love it. And I did. It was like the most beautiful dress. And so I just went with that one. Um, oh, that's yeah. so special. I totally yeah. agree with you, Tammy, when you say about, you know, the the process being, you know, like it it is this huge, huge, like like it's such a big day and you're investing so much money. And I do feel like you do almost buy into the experience of finding your dress rather than just the dress because if you like you know that it's for such a big occasion and it means so much to you as well so i think if if bridal boutiques and designers can make the experience as special as actually the dress itself i think they'll find that a lot more people will invest in their gowns absolutely because there's so many appointments that lead up to you actually getting the gown and like you know each one is such an event, you know, sometimes you'll take your mom or you'll take your bridesmaids and yeah, it's, it's a super fun experience. So it's, it's nice when you get to work with people like Jess who just are so down to earth mm. and they just get it. Yeah. Jess yeah. is amazing. We've actually had a couple of beautiful brides on here that have yeah, had a really good experience. Dresses and all good things have been said. Yeah. And you de- yeah. you're definitely not the only bride to come on the on the podcast and say that they haven't had the most pleasant experience in, no. in the lead up uh, searching for their dress I know Luce had a few few issues as well yeah. moving on to the to the morning of the of the wedding often the the morning can go super super slow but then the, when it comes to the wedding it can go extremely, extremely quickly fast, yeah. <laughs> so is there <laughs> is there anything you did in particular to kind of just settle the nerves before you came down the aisle it's so funny that you say that because I felt like the morning of getting ready was like such a long time mm. and then the wedding was just over in a flash but yeah. yeah I had a very chilled morning I just had my bridesmaids and 
my mom and we, we had the most awesome team of makeup artists as well they were so fun uh, and we we're all just kind of hanging out and you know relaxing getting our makeup done slowly I know my husband and the boys had a very different morning they went fly fishing um, <laughs> <laughs> Mona has this beautiful yeah. lake around it and so we could like see them from our like little um, villa kind of you know just going nuts on the on the fly fishing and then they were all just punching whiskeys all morning so they had a very <laughs> relaxing day um, <laughs> I love but, that um, but uh yeah I mean we we kept it pretty chill it yeah. was it was a very just casual morning yeah, yeah beautiful that. how did you feel though in those in those moments just before walking down the aisle were you nervous were you excited so nervous you kind of like get into your dress and then you know there's this big thing of like you're finally in the dress with your hair and makeup done which is like the the weirdest experience but like amazing at the same time and then you know where we were getting ready there was a bit of a walk down the garden to where the actual aisle was and I was really nervous like I was shaking the whole way down I was walking down with my dad and my bridesmaids so yeah you kind of get you get really excited and really anxious Mm. um right before you walk out yeah, I often say to my couples just in those like sort of last moments, just either like <laughs> just I think it's having that person on your arm. I remember talking to my dad and just being like, can you just like distract me completely until I see Eddie because I'm <laughs> yeah. freaking out right now. But until like, I feel like when you see your partner, all of it kind of fades away. Yeah, exactly. So your wedding photos by the incredibly talented Alice Moran were divine. And now it's starting to make sense after you've painted the picture of the tennis with you guys. The ones captured on the tennis court, was this a planned part of your photos or did this kind of just happen? Absolutely. So we went down to Mona twice before our actual wedding day just to go through with Romy, you know, how the venue works and all the different areas that we could use. And the first time we went down there, we just were obsessed with that tennis court because it's the most romantic tennis court I've ever seen. It's this beautiful like clay color and there's a rose bush surrounding it. And given our relationship has so much history with tennis, it just made sense. And I like instantly was like, oh, James, we've got to like get our wedding photos on this court. <laughs> and he was like, absolutely. So we, we got these beautiful wooden rackets from one of our friends and we had this whole kind of like vintage looking sort of tennis shoe we I mean we hit a few balls and and Alice was amazing I still think she's one of the most talented people I know she's so so lovely she's one of the kindest humans and Mm. she's just so good with bringing all these visions to life like going through photos it's just amazing what she can capture Mm. um like she's really great and yeah so that was a big part of big part of why we loved the venue so much, and I think it was worth them the day. Yeah, they looked so cool. Yeah, and it's so nice hearing the backstory with those shots because mm. I remember when those photos dropped from Alice, and I was like, "Wow, these are in- incredible!" And yeah. this is a cool kind of prop that that you guys are using. So just hearing the backstory behind it and all yeah. connecting the dots is super nice. Very cool. So, what would you say are the most memorable parts of the wedding day to you both? I definitely think the speeches. You know, like. Especially like hearing your husband for the first time speak about you on the wedding day is really lovely. Uh, I loved saying a speech and I loved hearing my parents talk and our friends. So that was that was really memorable. And I think another thing was, you know, I had my grandmother there. When we were going to get married in Italy, it was highly unlikely that she was going to be able to travel. 
Mm. And so it kind of was really special having her there because she had the day of her life. You know, she was dancing. She had everyone around her and she loved it so much and that was really special. Bless. Yes, so special. If you're ever having a sad day, I always think to myself, I'll just listen back to the speeches because... Yeah, it just makes everyone feel nice. If you're ever fighting with your partner, yeah. just look back at the speeches. Yeah, <laughs> I even like pr- our printed vows. I put them in our side tables just so and said to Eddie, if you're ever really mad at me, just like the vows I wrote you're in the side table for oh. you to read as a reminder. <laughs> That's uh, a good way. Yeah, he gets angry at you for not taking out the trash. You just shove them. Exactly. Out. Yeah. <laughs> just read my vows. <laughs> <laughs> so did you guys incorporate any DIY or oh, you would have being Mona Farm it does require a bit of a DIY touch doesn't it or is that wrong well they I mean they have such a great setup there we kind of just I mean when I said we it was really just me like but I I haven't like pink's my favorite color my gown had pink sort of a pink hue to it and Mona Farm is really famous for its beautiful pink building. I wanted to keep that theme throughout. So, you know, all the all the flowers that we got were these beautiful pink roses. And I designed the wedding cake, which was just all layers of pink with all our wedding flowers in it as well. Beautiful. Um, and we, I think for our guests, as I mentioned, we wanted to have, you know, good drinks so that everyone could have a great time, especially uh, coming out of kind of a lockdown. People weren't used to going out as much and, and drinking and environments with other people so we had a whiskey bar I and mean, my husband like loves whiskey so cool. i think all the boys enjoyed that they got to try all different whiskeys and then we had cocktails for the girls so yeah it was a bit of a fun thing awesome i love that how yeah. good yeah. and then looking back with all the experience that you've got now you've had your wedding if you could go back had and two weddings yeah planned, <laughs> planned yeah. two weddings <laughs> if you could go back and give yourself a bit of guidance to before the wedding what, what do you think that would be Well, I think every bride is probably in this situation, but I would just tell myself to chill out and that, you know, everything's going to work out. (laughs) I think you stress so much leading up to the day, uh, you know, about the weather and, you know, whether people are going to enjoy themselves and whether the music's going to work and whether the food's going to be okay. And at the end of the day, like, you have the best day ever. It doesn't really matter. Yes. So I'd probably just tell myself to chill out. Yeah. Fully, yeah. I was exactly the same. I was pretty stressed, probably more stressed than low. So exactly that. I was checking the weather multiple times a day, um, even though <laughs> I tell does. couples just not to worry about the weather. I was just sucked into my own hole. And, yeah. then, and then even of things course. like little like table formations and when people are dropping out from um, guest yeah, guest lists and stuff. Mm. I was just like, ah, but then, then once the day actually happens, you're just like, that was the mm. best ever. Why was I so stressed? <laughs> totally. Like nothing really makes a difference to your day. And did you and James put any like personal spin on wedding traditions or formalities? Did you guys choose to sort of not have any or do things any differently? We, yeah, we had, we pretty much had most of the wedding traditions, like, you know, with the first dance, cake cutting, wearing a veil type of thing but we had a fun entrance dance so when all the bridesmaids and groomsmen were introduced when everyone was seated down for the dinner my husband and like I don't know if like anyone who like follows my husband or knows my husband just knows he's the most like ridiculous over-the-top dancer you'll ever meet (laughs) and um he choreographed this 
stupid routine. Um, and I like, I've got two left feet. I'm the worst person. <laughs> but, um, you know, he came up with this little routine and got a DJ to mix the song so that, you know, it was a full performance. But it was a lot of fun. And I think like people like, you know, just thought it was ridiculous, which was good. I'd lo- love to see footage of that. <laughs> <laughs> so good. And so looking back, would you, do you think you would have done anything differently for the wedding or did everything go pretty smoothly? Everything went so well. But the thing that killed me and it still does is we chose not to have a videographer for our wedding Mm. because we were like, oh, sick. I don't want cameras in my face all day. Like, I just want to be in the moment and enjoy it. And luckily, Alice and her team took these really beautiful little snaps throughout the day of like these really cool little videos. And they kind of put it together as one big video. But no one filmed our speeches. Mm. and that thing that just guts me because they were such great speeches and you know it just would have been so good to watch them back and yeah obviously I don't have that so I'd recommend to anyone getting married make sure even if you get a family member you know or a relative just to to film the speeches so that you've got a recollection of it yeah absolutely that's a really good point and I mean that kind of rolls us into the next and the last question as far as advice for those in the midst of planning would it be anything apart from get yourself a videographer? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think it's so hard to say because when you're in the moment, you know, you get so stressed out, but try to enjoy everything leading up to the wedding uh, because the, you know, the wedding is obviously the day, but there's so much fun that goes, you know, surrounding the wedding and all the events and the hens and, you know, the special little things with your mom, like going dress shopping and getting accessories and, and that type of thing. That's all fun. And it's all such, they're all such special moments that you get to have with loved ones. So yeah, to just be like, you know, to just enjoy those at the end of the day, the wedding day will be the wedding day. And, you know, like you said, if things go wrong, you're not even going to notice it. You're marrying, hopefully, the love of your life. And, you know, you've got everyone around you. You know, you don't often have like 200 people that you love and and cherish in one room at the same time. So it is such a great day. And no matter what the weather does or, you know, who doesn't show up or what happens, you're still going to have the best time. So just try to enjoy it, I guess. Kudos to you, Tammy. They're really big words coming from someone who had to plan two weddings, one being a destination, one being in Oz, but that's you've, you've still got a very good attitude towards all of it, the wedding day and the planning. So tip of the hat to you, lovely. <laughs> Thank you. Well, two years ago, I would have been very different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the t- Older and wiser now. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Oh, well, you're brilliant. And thank you so much for your time. Really, like, such good advice in there. And I hope you enjoyed reminiscing on it. I did. It was actually so special to talk about it again. It's often, nice. Often when it happens, it's just, like, done and you don't really get to revisit it. So it was really nice. Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much for having me. No worries. Thank you for your time. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. And it's cool that you guys do this together. I love it. Oh, yeah. thanks, Tammy. Thanks, Tammy. Appreciate it. We'll chat to you soon. Thanks, love. Awesome. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.